You have now arrived at Stadium and Gale. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Stadium and Gale. This is Dan. And Nick. Nick, uh, Silk will be joining us here in a few minutes, but we are going to get started. Uh, Nick, obviously outside of the football game, how was Thanksgiving? How was your weekend? Yeah, a uh, long week, uh, but nice. Uh, first year married, and we decided to host everybody. Um, had uh, both of our parents, uh, brother-in-law, sister-in-law, a six-year-old and a four-year-old, <clears throat> um, and then had some of Lauren's work friends come over for Thanksgiving, uh, but it was a great time, a lot of food, uh, shout out to Danielle, my sister, uh, whipped up a feast uh, for 13 people, um, good times to see them, and uh, yeah, then there was football. Good. Yeah, a big, big week of oh. football, a big Dolphins victory. Our Miami Dolphins, America's Our team. Miami even. Dolphins. I mean, just an absolute just bloodbath in mm. uh, in New York City. Well, I guess East Rutherford, New Jersey. Uh, Miami Dolphins, again, look like one of the best teams in the NFL. I know the Jets stink, and this is a reminder that you oh. stink. Um, but no, it's <laughs> Great game by the Miami Dolphins. Um, I was down in South Florida, our neck of the woods. Uh, Nick sent you a mm -hmm. picture of the old Runyons where he almost had a square up back in the day. Ask Nick privately about his Runyon square up story. Yeah. Um, but no, good. You probably need to ask Kyle, to be honest. Kyle will yeah, tell it better than I will. Um, you can find Kyle on my Twitter. I shot him the Runyons photo yesterday. At Real uh, Kyle Johnson. Go tweet at him right now. He is a yeah, lawyer, yeah. probably very busy, also has a newborn. Uh, so tweet it, Kyle. Call his law office. Cut into his billable hours about the Runyon yeah. story. Honestly, he could probably extend the Runyon story to like thirty-five minutes, and I don't know what his hourly rate is, but I could, you know, send him and his uh, beautiful wife JC on a nice vacation with the billable hours of telling that high school story. Um, so, but it's good to be down in South Florida. Went boating. I uh, had a great time. Um, but um, just uh, as a as a personal side, as we wait for Silk, we'll, we'll get into the show here in a second. Uh, if you could keep my family in your thoughts and prayers, uh, someone very very close to me is dealing with a medical emergency right now. Uh, that person is in the hospital right now. So, if you could keep my family in your thoughts and prayers, that would be greatly appreciated. So. Um, let's get on to the show. Uh, like I said, Silk will be joining here any minute. Uh, but uh, as always, this show is sponsored by our friends over at the Gatorverse. Go support them, G-A-T-A-V-E-R-S-E dot I-O. Again, Gatorverse dot I-O. It is the, uh, one of the best ways that you can support University of Florida Athletics through NIL initiatives, both with physical and digital collectibles. We did a big giveaway with Trevor Etienne uh, early in this year. You can still do that. There's still a meet and greet opportunity at Bluebird Wings. Uh, in Gainesville, 
They're supporting the women's volleyball team, basketball program. I know that they're looking at baseball, basketball, and other uh, programs as well at the University of Florida. So please, please, please continue to support Gataverse.io, Gataverse, uh, and support University of Florida NIL initiatives with both physical and digital collectibles that do allow you to get discounts uh, and, uh, and special perks around the city of Gainesville. All right, Nick. So Gators do lose, unfortunately, to Florida State, uh, capping the season at five and seven. Gators lose twenty-four to fifteen uh, in a game where Florida had the chance to be up eighteen uh, nothing in the first half. Um, it felt like one of those games that when the Gators did not uh, take a bigger lead going into halftime, or they allowed that touchdown uh, at the end yeah. of the second quarter. Uh, to go up just 12 to 7. Uh, you kind of had an inkling that this game just might not turn out uh, the way that Florida fans and Florida Gators and Billy Napier would have wanted. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple of missed points by Trey Smack, uh, some absolute abusement on the offensive line, uh, and then just some poor tackling. Uh, and then finally, and I think most notably, uh, in biggest glaring to me, um, was just some absolute large mental mistakes, both a spinning penalty by Jamari Lyons mm. that gets Kim kicked out of the game, a hit by Jaden Hill uh, on a diving Tate Rotomaker, uh, just ultimately not what you wanted to see. Um, but it, what are we in now, 25 games into the Billy Napier uh, tenure at the University of Florida. So, Nick, from your bird's eye perspective, give us your thoughts. Yeah, I think there were a couple of missed opportunities. It, it hasn't been the case. This isn't like a, a normal theme, um, but it was the case I felt like in Missouri where the defense, that ragtag bunch of uh, guys who missed tackles and who have been abused for five weeks are making some stops and, and, mm-hmm. and keeping you in the game, holding some momentum, and the offense just isn't able to capitalize. Now, I think, and I think I even tweeted it during the game, it felt like it was going to be the Missouri, or not the Missouri, the Tennessee game plan, where yeah. you've got you know these long extended drives. For his first drive, 13 plays, uh, you go down the field. I'm pulling up my, uh, my stat broadcast here so I can run through it. Um, 13 plays, go down the field, you miss a field goal. And it's just like, ah, oh, geez. Um then you get what uh, happened to Trey Smack? You think the uh, yeah the, the kick a couple of weeks ago uh, against Arkansas got into his head a little bit? I don't know. You know, kickers. Uh, listen, Dan, because they say kicking is like golf. Uh, you get on the first tee and and you duck hook one, and that's in your mind on every tee box the rest of the afternoon. That's actually been on my mind every time I've gone golf. <laughs> every, every single time. Okay. If I hit one straight, it's like, well, where'd that come from? This one's next. But, like, listen, the, the, the defense starts punt, 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 safety. Yeah. And Florida could have started 21 nothing, or, at the worst, uh, 13-0. Uh, but you get a missed field goal on a 13-play, 45-yard drive that eats up seven minutes of clock. You get the ball back. Defense goes through, or defense forces FSU to go three and out, three and out. You get the ball back. Thirteen plays, seventy yards, seven minutes, four seconds. You have in less than two full quarters. You have almost a full quarter of time of possession. And I'm thinking this is the this is the the Tennessee game plan, which takes connecting on third down, converting on third down. Um, Florida started really well. I think they were like five of seven and then finished like 0 of six uh, or something like that. Um, 
and then you get a punt, punt, and another missed field goal. And it's just like the wasted opportunities. But when it when it went into halftime, um, you know, uh, at twelve seven, you're thinking, and that's when I started looking up the middle eight. I'm thinking this this game could be twenty one nothing. Uh, it doesn't have to be twelve seven. And now Florida State gets the ball back. So. Mm-hmm. The offense, I think, just and we can't blame the offense. The offense moved the ball. You had a you had a, a quarterback in Max Brown who was making his first start, um, was never expected to start. I didn't expect him to play at all this year. And then right. everything that happens with Jack Miller, uh, and then obviously Graham Mertz getting hurt. Well, then Jalen um, Kitna, right? Like even going into this year, right? Like I don't think that Max Brown was ever going to be a second year starter at the University of Florida. That was never the expectation two no. seasons ago. No, the, no, not the quarterback that you stole from Jim McElwain. Yeah, who stinks, by the way. How dare you? Brown, Jim, Jim and Karen are, are beautiful people. Um, so I think I, I think it was on our podcast. I said, like, Florida's going to run the football. Uh, and I was like, I think they're going to throw it 14 to 20 times, and you're just running it after that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the totals were 16 passes to 44 runs, and – you probably would have thrown it less if you weren't down in the game. Um, Florida was running it efficiently. Montreal Johnson finishes with 107 yards on 18 carries. Um, that 52-yard touchdown, and I'm waiting to talk about a certain play uh, until we can get Silk in, but like Florida off- offensively was running it effectively, and I think a lot of that has to do with now you're playing 11-on-11 because um, you have to account for the, the quarterback to run. Um, but they just didn't for the second week in a row at least, uh, did not take advantage of, of momentum when they had the chances to. And then I think Billy Napier with that double reverse pass got caught up in the momentum because he went away from everything that was working. Yeah. Um, to try Sometimes to hit it. Let's wait for it. Right? Yeah. But it overall. Works, works and everybody's happy, right? Like, yeah. I mean, that that's the thing about losing is that everything is hypercritical at that moment. I don't agree with the call, right? And obviously with the backup quarterback and everything else, but but at the end of the day, if that call works, then you know everybody. Hero. Like, oh, wow, look, you know, look, Florida won this game because Billy Napier went out on a limb, right? Yeah, I know how this um, works. So, so to me, what happened? I, I I I couldn't go to sleep, so I stayed up and watched the game over again. I did like a drive by drive like commentary um, on Gators Online. Um, and and it helped me to like remember it and and Florida like I, like I said going through this game like Florida's defense um, is doing the damn thing punt 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 safety and I'm like okay this team this Florida. defense came to play this is Tate Rotomaker this ain't Jordan Travis and, and the, being in the stadium like it was like breathing like the the stadium was pulsating it was it was exciting it was back i think billy napier gets caught up in that you get the ball back after that safety um and you think okay we can we can end this game essentially end this game with a huge play but i was just talking about it the first drive 13 plays 45 yards 13 plays 70 yards your field goal drive um, I think you started at the FSU 40, so it's only five for 23. Um, but like your, your offense is not explosive. It wasn't explosive with a great passer. Um, what are you, what, what are we doing here? I get that you're trying to 
capitalize on momentum, but I think Billy Napier, the play caller, got caught up in how loud the stadium was, what was going on in the game, and says, let's take a big shot. When all you need to do was, hey, we're running it at four and a half a clip. Keep doing that. Have another drive that lasts seven minutes that takes us 3.7 points into the locker room. Instead, Nick, Nick can we you, talk about this? Let's just talk about this play. Yeah, that's, that's what that's we're getting into. So it's a double, it's a Ooh. double reverse pass, and it doesn't work. One, I think Max Brown was out of the tackle box. But to me, you had a, a game plan and it was working, and then you get caught up in the moment, you go away from the game plan. This offense can't handle second and 16, let alone second and 26. So once that play is ruled intentional grounding, that drive is dead. You don't even need to run the next two plays. That drive's dead. Um, FSU capitalizes. They go down. They score. Now you're at 12-7. And, and Montreal gives you a chance to even capitalize and get more points before half. Um, but you miss another field goal. So to me, that play doesn't win you, lose you the game. To me, that play just shows this is what we're talking about with Billy Napier as a play caller, like having the feel for the game, not getting wrapped up in it. You had a, you had a game plan that was working a game plan that has worked in other games, beating Tennessee at home in a similar atmosphere. You get caught up. Your team can't execute shoots itself in the foot. And now here you are 12, uh, seven at halftime instead of 21, nothing, you know, uh, 15, nothing, something like that. And FSU gets the ball back. Go ahead, so I'm done. Off my soapbox. I'm with you. Which when you're right, um, we've been talking about the play calling all year, bro. We need an OC. But the crazy thing about it is, when has the double reverse worked? You did the same thing in Georgia game and killed the momentum of a drive. Like Trey Wilson was cooking. I don't understand like why you keep trying to run this play. We returned the ball off a of, off a of onside, like got all the momentum. You killed that momentum with a horrific play call that never even had a chance. Our offense line isn't blocking well enough to be mm -hmm. dealing with double reverses. Like nobody bit on the first reverse, and then we came back with another one when everybody's just sitting there looking at us, and you can see it from afar. I'm watching Max Brown drop back in a way that he's about to get a pitch, and in my mind, as they're doing the reverse, I'm saying, "Yo, they're about to try a flea flicker here." So you do a double reverse flea flicker when you got momentum, you're running down their throat, just keep laying on them. We see him do the same thing Florida State game last year. We ran the ball down their throat, and then we come out and throw 15 straight passes in the second half. That's why we need an OC, you know. Like uh, overall, I don't know if you spoke about the game yet, Dan. I don't know if you want to go yeah, first. A little bit. Yeah, yeah, we weren't you, too far. You spoke about it. Okay, I'm sorry that I'm late, guys. I just you know life be life in a little bit, especially in the, on Monday mornings. So I'm late. I told the guys go ahead and start, but um. My overall, man, first half, I mean, you couldn't have asked the defense to play any better than they did first mm -hmm. half. Um, they play with a lot of emotions. Um, they they thrive off that building. Um, that's just what it is. Austin Armstrong, his energy, I thought was on point. And we was getting the stops we needed. We we Their confidence, they were shaking. Um, the run game was on point. I think Max Brown was playing on point, making plays in the pass game. He, he has uh, he has some swagger to him, doesn't he? Like yeah, but moment not too big. Yeah, yeah. That's it's not going to be big. His mental is is all on point, but he don't understand protections at all. It's, no. There's a lot to be desired with understanding protection and getting us out of a bad look. So I do kind of understand why we didn't drop back and pass a lot because when he wasn't recognizing certain things, we were getting some 
put in some crazy positions with sacks and all of that. So he got to work on some things, but you couldn't ask for a better first half than what we had. But you could have went up 19 zip at a point. At the worst, 15 zip, and you squandered that opportunity with a terrible play. But the first half, as a team that's favored to lose against a top five rivalry, you couldn't ask for a better situation, you know, uh, from our defense. I thought offensively we played shy, scared, safe. He was playing not to lose the game. And that's just not energy, bro. You got nothing to lose in this matchup. This is a top five team. Like, go out and let your nuts hang a little bit, bro. Like, let – I understand the protection stuff, but let Max go do his thing. I thought he could have had better run designs. Like, when we tried to draw, they was waiting on it. You know, in a team with a pass rush and we can't block, that draw should have worked a lot better than it did, but it didn't because Billy don't have a feel for the game. That double reverse is a bad feel for the game. It wasn't the time for that. Mm -hmm. um, second half was just abysmal offensive play calling. You know, there was no, no, no. And I know we lost our running backs. I get the injuries, but it was nothing sexy about the approach. You know, if you could script at least one drive, a script, you know, and have a, a bucket of plays, I didn't see anything. I seen safe football, mm -hmm. safe runs inside the pot, in, in between the tackles. Um, the jet sweep with, with with Trey Wilson really wasn't utilized at all. Um, I thought we could have got the ball and made more efforts to get the ball to Ricky Pearsall, who's on the mm -hmm. bridge of trying to get a thousand yards. They should have been way more effort to getting the mm -hmm. ball in number one hands, but it just wasn't there. And we've seen what we've seen all year in the final game. We need an offensive play caller, and we also need an infusion of talent, man. Defensive line, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep standing on this. Austin Armstrong, I don't see a problem with the scheme. I see a problem. It's not a problem. There's no problem with the scheme. Guys are in place and not making tackles. Number eight is a, a war criminal. Oh, no. Oh, he's no. a war criminal. Are you kidding me, man? He's playing two-hand yeah. touch out there, bro. Yeah, that effort was atrocious. That's crazy to me. And Umi's my guy. Number one's my guy. But you got to make that tackle, dog. Like, you, this is big boy football. You one-on-one -on -one with a running back, you got him in the backfield. You miss that tackle, he goes, you know, for, for, for a touchdown. You got to make those plays. The scheme is there. Shout out to Derek Wingo. He ain't perfect, bro. Bro, the, the, the effort is the there. The effort, yeah. The effort, the passion, like he leaving it all out on the field. You don't want him in space covering people, and I get all yeah, that. Yeah, like it, Derek there, Wingo's bro. body has just like failed him. Like he's going to need another shoulder surgery after the season. Um, and yeah. I had to give him a shout out. First off, yeah, like that. He's going to need another, another surgery after the season. He's been playing hurt all year. Um, it's just like his 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 body is just keeps breaking down. Um, but like the effort he gave you, like he's needed shoulder surgery for over a month, probably three weeks. Um, and like that's the kind of player you need. And, and like talking to people, like you'd like to put Derek Wingo's effort uh, and knowledge of like where to be, instincts, put that into like Scooby Williams' body and, and like that athleticism. Um, right. But shout out to Wingo uh, if that's his. Last game, who knows if he, if he'll hit the portal or not. He's got one more year to play. If you want to play football and you're Derek Wingo, if you want snaps, you're, you're going to go somewhere else. Um, you could come back, be the glue guy, be, the locker, room, be the locker room guy, and, and you know keep on with your 12 snaps a game um, and graduate from Florida. So, yeah, damn, we're getting into the silly season. We're getting into the portal season. But Derek Wingo yeah, plays, we'll, plays we'll a lot about that. Yeah, we'll talk a lot about that. Um uh, I do. I do think it's important to, to give some flowers here. Um, Devin Moore is your best cornerback. He just. I mean, you got to wrap the guy about wrap, man. Yeah, he's he's 
he's he's made of actual paper mache. I think it's crazy. But do you see the skills, man? Like there's a couple yeah. times where he needs to look back and make that interception instead of face guarding. But yeah. outside of that, bro, he, he had Keon Coleman and he can't play long enough to get the experience. Yeah, he had Keon Coleman in a vice grip. Like shout out to him for the football yeah. play that he had. He just got to stay healthy and stay on the field. I thought Marshall played a better game than he's played yeah, in the past did. as well. We also had some interceptions. We was put in place. Like, these guys were prepared for this Florida State offense. There was a time when we jumped some routes. And, and, and when, when, when Ooh, Jaden Hill. Jaden You got to catch that. You got to catch that and win those games. Like, mm-hmm. playmakers, players got to make plays. That's just what it is. But from a defensive scheme perspective, I'm rocking with Armstrong. Everybody had yeah. a lot of opinions about him. It ain't perfect, but. Bro, he had uh, Mike Norvell in a vice grip as well. He couldn't figure out nothing to do in the first half. We had Trey Benson bottled up, Mm -hmm. pass game. They couldn't do nothing. We just Mm -hmm. didn't capitalize on our defense playing very well. And that's been the thing of the season is if the offense is playing well, the defense is not. If the defense is playing well, the offense is not. We haven't got on the same page one time this year. Maybe Tennessee game, but that's about it. Through through four drives, Florida State had run – 13 plays. They had amassed uh, negative yards and, and negative points. They had lost seven yards, uh, lost two points. um, And and, it's like an FSU SAT score, you know, roughly. Um, There were a lot of Florida state fans inside Ben Hill Griffin stadium, which I thought it was ironic because they were on the alumni side, uh, probably the closest they're ever going to get to being an alumni. Um, But like to your point, Silk, like the defense came out hair on fire, hair on fire. Um, Jaden Hill jumped that screen like Connor Stallions had been in the building, had been mm. <laughs> like Connor Stallions had, had dropped, had dropped the Get script. Connor off. Stallions on my staff next year. <laughs> Connor Stallions had dropped yeah, the script off of Jaden Hill. He jumped on that. There was, if you can get your hands, like, I don't know that watching it back again, like it would have been an exceptional interception. Uh, to get his hands on it the way he was running. I think you, you're better off just swatting the ball down rather than trying to go all out for a pick, even though if you do get the pick, you're there's nothing between you, 14 yards of, of free 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 dirt to get in. Um, but if you don't and that ball is now caught, okay, well, now you're playing 10 on 11 and, and they've got blockers and it's a huge play. Um, to Devin Moore's point, I think the I think there was a – like a savvy senior move, the PI that he was, that he got called on, it looked like they were like, they were like hand fighting, hand fighting. And then he got like pulled into him, like receiver balls under ball was underthrown. So you're going to get calls based on the way that the game is now. But like the receiver kind of like has his arm hooked around and just pulls him in. He's like, Hey, this ball's underthrown, pulls him in. That's a, that's a, a veteran receiver getting a call there. Yeah. I, 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 that was a terrible call, but we're not going to put it on the road. We got blessed with a call as well that got us seven. So, like, referees oh, yeah. is a watch to me. Uh, what do you guys think about the, the another pivotal play, right, uh, was the, the personal foul, the spitting in the face uh, from Lions, our defensive tackle, uh, which I think was just crazy. You got to be more disciplined than that, bro. And we keep seeing that, that trend as well. Another trend we want to see cleaned mm-hmm. up is just discipline. Penalties is discipline. You know, like that is a very selfish play. Uh, the moment yeah. you have right there, you like you got to consider everything. You're playing well. Make this team drive the distance of the field. Don't give them no momentum. College football runs off of energy and momentum big time. And you just give them 15 yards after they just made a, a big play. But we're about to get them to third down and maybe get them off the field. 
But instead, mm-hmm. you get them 15 first down, better field position. They're going to get seven points. And you hurt your team because you're not there no more. You're yeah. part of the rotation that we need. You were playing good football. Now you're away. You're hurting your team for being selfish and emotional. That's really the big one. So, like, you're not losing, you know, and Dominican Sue when, when, when Jamari Lyons goes out. But now every other defensive tackle has to play your snaps. If you were going to play 15 snaps, that's 10 more that Cam Jackson has to play. How effective are those 10 extra snaps? You've now created a situation where you're playing a man down because you let the heat of the moment get to you and you, and you decide to spit and watching the replay. Is, right, like, the most disrespectful thing you could do to another man is spit on him, bro. Wasn't even a good spit. It was just like a, like a, like a flew out. Uh, didn't even get like a nice loogie and, and, and snipe <laughs> somebody. Spray. It was it's just spray like spraying. Like spray, man. Yeah. yeah it's just like, like people used to put water in their water bottles and like, not even a yeah, not, like he looked like Triple H before he got in the ring. It wasn't even yeah. a good spit rep. wasn't even yeah, a good yeah, spit yeah, yeah, rep. Shout out to Zach. I, I, thought, he, I thought he made it rain. Nick, Nick, you say he didn't. <laughs> Me and Zach are on the same page. Yeah, Zach. Yeah, yeah, I thought he made it rain. You saying he didn't get out a good loogie, but like he he got some showers out. Like it was a lot of coverage. Yeah, uh, yeah. Disrespectful. He, you can't expect to win football games if you got players that are spitting on people. You yeah. know, like right in front of the referee. I mean, come on, come what on. What are you doing? Come Here you go. Do, uh, do it in the pocket. Co- you know what I mean? Coming soon to Billy's yeah. Army, the coordinator of not spitting in other people's faces during football games. You got to grow up and gouge your eye out. Apply on LinkedIn. In the pile, like Brandon Spikes, man. You can't just be standing up spitting on people. It's outlandish. Let's uh, so it's like listen when you got dirty work to do, make sure you're on the bottom of the pile where they can't be in the pile. Those are the rules. Those are the rules. Like we'll allow you gouging the aisle in the pile. If you don't get caught, it's hard to see in the pile. They call it Brandon yeah. Spikes, but standing up, spitting in front of the ref, like bro, you're in 4K. Yeah. And and you gotta sit out all the way next year to Miami game. The ref the ref the ref was like forgot about that yeah yeah he got out the first half of the miami game like come on bro like what no 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 the he got he got thrown out in the first game at first half so he'll he missed the second half and then he's good it was early yeah he got thrown out early i thought it was was in the third period was it third third quarter quarter. yeah it's third quarter bro all right i'd have to double text a lot lot of people in the the facts let us know uh fact check us when was that's when they got the momentum and started going ahead i believe i think they went ahead on that drive if I'm not mistaken, was when after he he spit that loogie, they went and going went on to score a touchdown to go up 14, 12 or whatever it may be. We came back down, kick a field goal, and make it 13, 15, 14, something like that. It was traumatic to me. I remember I have PTSD just thinking about it, man. This season has been atrocious with that type of stuff, bro. We made the worst. And my man Trace Matt gotta hit them kicks. You gotta hit them kicks. You at home, you a big time kicker, bro. Like. I'm not blaming him, but that's your job is to hit field goals. And those points matter, the momentum of it, all of it. You got to be able to score. Uh, we didn't yeah. win in two phases of the game. Special teams were very important, and we dropped the ball. But shot the crush off of smashing punts all night. Yeah. Um, it was in the first. My guy. It was in the second quarter. Uh, second quarter? Led them. Yeah, I knew it was the first half. Okay. I thought it was their second touchdown, so my apologies. Um, let's see here. Sorry, don't, 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 don't get away from that. Silk just gave the punter his props. If we're giving out flowers, Jeremy Crawshaw won. Like, his best part of the season, though. Won uh, 68 yards. Yeah, his and one bet. Like I needed to go 67 so. yards. Uh, 67 would have been no, better. No, he had to go like 57 yards. 
But no, a 68-yard punt went into the end zone. So if went like it, through it, the end zone. It was a boom. No, it's a, you know, sometimes it's just a, a bad uh, a bad hop on the ground. It's just, um, it's just Florida special teams this year. You know what I mean? You find a kicker, can't make a kick for the rest of his life. Uh, you know, after the Arkansas game, punting, we can't seem to figure that out. Blocking, tackling, anything. Just uh, – your special teams. I expect a change and hope for a change to be announced there at any moment. Any moment? For real? I mean, I don't know, like, truly if I mean any moment because that would mean you'd have to fire somebody. And uh, I do want to see some urgency. Like, there's a lot of firing and hiring going on right now. There's been a lot um, of stuff that's been announced for other programs and not yeah, a lot that's got, been announced here. I would imagine this week you'll do your exit interviews and everything else, and they'll probably start seeing some – if there's going to be changes soon. I started a dirty rumor about Rob Sale being a lead candidate for the Duke job. That'd be great. You know, I think you're the one starting that rumor. That's what I said. Yeah, I'm starting that nasty rumor. I need that. <laughs> and I heard his o- OC may be Stapleton. That's just what the rumors are saying. <laughs> the streets are talking. We got to find them jobs because I don't know if Billy going to fire him. Let's just keep it a bean, bro. Like, mm. I think we should be getting active with getting whatever changes we're going to make. And I'm not saying it's a huge rush, but nine times out of ten, whatever OC we're going to get, he ain't going to It is a huge be. rush. Let's, let's talk about that here in a second. Let's do a yeah, quick ad read. Um, one time for our friends over at Lucy, lucy.co. It is a, uh, they make tobacco free nicotine for people to focus better, think deeper, chill out, smoother, and inspire creativity, alertness, attention, mood, focusing better, thinking. Um, all things that you can do with Lucy 100% pure tobacco free nicotine, five different strengths from two milligrams all the way up to 12 milligrams, 12 different flavors. Some of my favorites cinnamon, mint, mango, wintergreen pomegranate apple ice and espresso uh nick and i both tried them we really like them uh silken oats not totally your vibe uh but uh, we really like it superior to any patches that i've done before uh very long lasting flavor doesn't get uh grimy uh in your mouth so again go check out lucy.co forward slash stadium to get 20 percent off and free shipping again that's lucy.co forward slash stadium to get 20% off of your first order and free shipping. Um, all right. So uh, changes have to be made, right? So uh, you have early signing day in about three weeks. Um, Florida is going to, uh, there's going to be an announcement probably pretty soon on coaches that are going to be retained or not. Nick, do you have the running list of who is still on contract going into next year? Uh, everyone is. Um, let me is see. Billy Gonzalez on contract going into yes. next year. Is he? Yeah. So yeah. Uh, so coaching contracts have them right here. Um, Rob Sale, Darnell Stapleton, Jabbar Jaluk, Billy uh, Jabbar Jaluk, Sean Spencer, Jay Bateman, Mike Peterson. Everyone that was the original is signed through January thirty first of twenty twenty four. Oh, so no, that's not going into next year. That's going uh, those into are the guys, actual those are the, calendar year, but yes, not those are the guys. Yes, year. those are the guys that need to be uh, extended, retained. Gotcha. Uh, their contracts you, will be up oh, in twenty twenty four. Me there, Nicholas. Billy Gonzalez, Russ Callaway, Austin Arms, or Billy Gonzalez, Russ Callaway, and Corey Raymond are signed through twenty twenty five. 
Austin Armstrong is signed through 2026. Okay, so everybody signed to a two-year contract, except for uh, Corey Raymond, who signed a three-year contract. He signed a yeah, and and here we go again. Uh, I feel like this needs to be said every single day uh, because I get like, well, it's not coach safeties. The defensive backs are supposed to be better because Corey was coaching all of them. You you needed to give Corey Raymond a raise, so you gave him a different title so you can give him a raise. Austin Armstrong coaches the safeties. Corey Raymond is not coaching safeties in practice. Say it. We'll say it as many times as we need to say it. He's not coaching the safeties. Coaches cornerbacks. Just need to get more money. Hmm. So yeah. obvious changes are going to be made somewhere. Right? <laughs> um, Florida has suffered immensely on offense this year at times. Uh, they've struggled on defense. They've struggled in recruiting. Uh, at times, uh, certainly the transfer portal uh, is now open. We will talk about a few of those uh, transfers that have gone in already. Uh, but you really have a, a short window here to figure out your plan uh, for next year. So what do you guys think that plan is going to be? I'm sorry. I'm, what do you mean? What, you guys, what would you guys like to see happen? With the staff? Yeah. All right. First of all, I get into my bag. We need an OC. I'm not sure what that looks like. I need an OC with experience, uh, success at a power five level or NFL, in my opinion. I don't want anything Sunbelt. I don't care what the success level is on Sunbelt. I think Billy needs somebody with uh, a little bit more knowledge than him and, and some some success. A guy that wants to get become a head coach somewhere else that's ambitious. Um, that's similar scheme, you know, and all that. I get that keeping the playbook and the scheme is important because if that guy get another job, you got to still have your, you know, offensive continuity, you know, but we need an OC. That's very obvious. When when getting that OC, you obviously got to get rid of the OC and title. Like, I don't think you're going to pay another guy a couple more million dollars and Rob sell a couple million dollars. So mm -hmm. I think we're going to need an offensive line coach because I wouldn't want Stapleton to coach my offensive line alone. So I think the whole offensive line room is up for grabs. You find your offensive line coach. Um, who I think I, who I would want. Shit, we got some former Gators at at some good places that can recruit and can coach the offensive line position, go drop a bag, go crazy. You know, that's what I would want, but I don't know if that happens. Uh, outside of offensive line, uh, like, there's a lot to be desired with Billy Gonzalez, just to keep it a being. Like, recruiting-wise, uh, the I would love to have seen maybe more freshmen and, you know, some some things happen at receiver that I didn't get to see. He may be good, you know, in coaching them on the field. I don't know, but I don't like what I saw um, in the totality as far as, like, young boys getting on the field. I see guys like Andy Jean, Will Mazzell, and it could be an offensive scheme thing, but I see young guys that are used for their skill set to be able to maximize and get the, the best out of your room. I thought Will Mazzell and um, Aiden. Aiden, Aiden Mazzell. I thought his dad's Will Mazzell. I apologize. I just talked with him the other day, so it's a mistake. Uh, Aiden Mazzell and, and Andy Jean, both are guys I thought could have been, been utilized this year, you know, um, and, and he's just not a great recruiter. So I would like to see a different change there. Um, Coach Spencer is on borderline for me with mm -hmm. defensive line. I want to see how he closed in the recruiting ranks, but what the product on the field is a lot to be desired in my defensive line room. Uh, and it could be a talent thing, but I'm just not seeing it. Outside of that, I'm pretty cool. I don't think we need to be doing any more changes outside of that. Defensive line is not super talented. Like I said, that preseason, I was like, I, th there's no all SEC guys outside of maybe. Princely, but I thought they'd be better because you had 
a bunch of them and you could rotate them and keep them fresh. But like, we're not talking about, uh, you know, a defensive line it's, room with, with Sharif Floyd and Dominic like, Easley in it. It's teaching things that I'm seeing that I don't like, like from a leverage standpoint and, and you no know, pad level, like all of that stuff. I don't think we're being taught well in that manner or they're not grasping whatever's happening. Um, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I understand like what the talent level is at, but there's still a way to play the position that I don't, I don't think it's being played well, in, in particular defensive tackle. Uh, Cam Jackson, I think he's going to get – I think he's a talented kid. He's going to play in the NFL a long time. There's talent there. I think we're missing some get-off uh, in that room, period. And even at defensive end, there's some get-off missing. The lack of sacks got to account for something. Like, this is a, yeah. a all-time low year for us at sacks, bro. And I don't – is this the worst defensive line we ever had at Florida? I don't think so. <laughs> I think there's just something missing in that in that department with uh, technique, you know, and the defensive line is heavy on that too. You're not just going to be bigger, faster, and stronger than people in college. You got to have some moves. I don't see no moves from my defensive line. Mm-mm. You seeing moves? I see guys that's just trying to beat people. You know, pad level is atrocious. Leverage is, is atrocious. But I don't see guys with moves, technique, and things like that to just beat well, people. You're talking about so like Spencer's just the interior line and like the way Mike they Pierre go, they're, the outside. The way yeah. they go, they're they're just like, hey, strike P. Mike P on the list too. Then disengage. I forgot it's about like, Mike P. Throw Mike Mike, P Mike P's Mike P's got all so no tackle defensive tackle is Spencer. Mike P's got all the ends and and edges. Yeah, but all of them, none of them have moves. Yeah, you working the hell out of that, Mike? Then. <laughs> <laughs> just oh. rap. We, we saw we saw uh, Rick Flair dance off Rick Flair in the comments. He goes, "I'll show you some wrestling. Get over here, Mike." Oh, is it, is it noisy? Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't hear it. I don't got hear that it. mic in a headlock. Sorry, 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 sorry. I thought it was. I thought it was uh, more convenient for me. I guess not for the listener. <laughs> I like care about. Um, so um, let's 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 talk a little bit about defense. Obviously, you you've got to attack the portal. Um, on the well, well, here's, side of the ball. well, here's the thing on defense is ball, Armstrong ball. is going to stay. Um, Armstrong, Austin Armstrong is going to stay. He's like, he's not going anywhere. And then you've got one, two, three expiring contracts and Peterson, Bateman, Spencer on defense. Um, who does Austin Armstrong like if I'm Billy Napier and Hey, <clears throat> Austin, I'm going to ride or die with you. Like w- my seat is going to be hot because we went from five and two to five and seven in a 43 day span. So my seat's going to be hot in 24. I can't get another third defensive coordinator for my third year. So I'm riding or dying with you, Austin, do what you want with your coaching staff. Here's three guys. Do you want them retained? We'll retain them. If you want somebody else, we can make that happen. But if I'm Billy Napier and my seat's going to be hot in 24, I need to let the defensive coordinator do what he wants to do with his staff. So I think the defensive staff is up to Austin Armstrong um, offensively, I agree with Silk. Like, listen, I get Billy Napier's reasoning. You've got so many guys on the offensive line. Uh, why wouldn't you have two coaches? You typically have two coaches for defensive backs because it's a big room with safeties, corners, nickels. Um, makes sense. It's just not working. It's it's not working. You're paying like a million and a half dollars to two guys. Rob Sale makes a million dollars to have an offensive coordinator title. He doesn't call plays. And he coaches half a position group. Um, 
Now, listen, Florida is like ninth in the SEC in terms of paying assistance, so uh, you can you can afford to pay guys more. Um, but the two offensive line coach experiment to me is just not working, and you need to create room for a play caller, uh, whether that's <clears throat> like, hey, Russ Calloway is going to be the offensive coordinator, and he's going to be your tight ends coach. Here. I'm just – listen, I'm just saying a position coach. Like, Russ Cowboy is a position coach, and now if you want to give a position coach play-calling duties, throw them up in the box. I don't need the guy calling plays down on the field. I need somebody on offense up in the box re- relaying what they're seeing from a bird's-eye view um, to Billy Napier. Um, and, and you don't have to give up everything. Like, Billy, you can still coach quarterbacks during the week. You can still be involved in that development. You can still be involved in the game plan. If the play comes down on the headset and you don't like it, guess what? You're the head coach. No, I don't like that one. Go to the next one. Pick something else. But I just think ebbs and flows. Well, they're getting delays the game right now. So wasting timeouts now. Yeah, no, they really are. They they are really bad at that. What is the operation? The operation I just described is going to be slower than what we've watched for two years. No, I don't think. I think you just let them call. Whoever's coming here, like I said, you got to hire a guy that's. Alpha mindset is my offense. Get out of the way, straight up. That's the only way this works. Now, I like I want to be like fair to to everybody involved. You know, we fans, we speaking passionately about what we you know what we want to see from this team, the changes that could be made, and we're gonna do that in a very like rational way. Um, but I think Billy's a guy that can conform and change. Man, we'll see. Like off season, you gotta give him the opportunity to do that. Hire, fire. Make some changes. He's a young guy. When they made this move to bring in, when Strickland brought him in, that was my take on this show. This is a long play. This is not a Dan Mullen play, a guy that's going to come in X and O you and have some structure, bro. We got him from Louisiana, a, a Sun Belt program. Louisiana. Like, There's still a lot for him to learn and do, and I want to see what adjustments he's make, he makes. Uh, I'm going to support this team. I'm going to support who's ever at the helm. Mm-hmm. You know, he he's obviously understand the see he in. You know, and we'll see how he adjusts to it, and then we'll go from there. There's an opportunity to get in the portal this 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 uh winter as well. We seen the portal action last year. I had a take on the timeline saying I think Graham Mertz have proved that he's worth investing and in putting athletes around him. Yeah, I understand last year why they didn't go all in on the Keon Coleman or the, the big time skill position players that came out because there's a lot of unknowns of what we was getting out of the mm-hmm. portal. In our quarterback position, that probably, that could have been a bad investment. But at this point, you know this guy is more than legit. Like he's not Joe Montana. I'm not saying that he don't have any, you know, uh, faults in his game. He does, but he proved that he's one of the best quarterbacks in SEC returning next year. So if you want, if you if you think he's one of the best quarterbacks, we know how important the quarterback position is in college football. He's one of the best coming back in his conference next year. Mm-hmm. Put some weapons around him. Straight up, and we'll see how they, they do that type of stuff. The coaching changes, and do you put the players, the offensive line to protect this kid? Give me an edge rusher, give me a number one receiver to go with my young boys. Like show show me that you know you want to go and win this thing. If they don't do that, then I set my expectations around that. But yeah. so the, the issue I have is I look at the offensive line and you you're gonna lose Kingsley, he's gonna go to the NFL. I believe Mike Mazuka is gonna go to the draft, Austin Barber is gonna think about it. Um, you're you're not shopping at Neiman Marcus in the in the transfer portal for offensive line. Like it, it, you're probably shopping at Dollar General. Like five star offensive, t- and you need offensive tackle help. Really, five star offensive tackles 
go to schools like Alabama, go to schools like Texas, and then they stay there for three years and they go to the draft. So I'm seeing a lot of people being like, we need 10 plus guys studs in the portal. I'm like, you, there I'll might be, be there might not be 10 guys that want to come to Florida. I think if we land the guys we did have on our radar last year, right? Like Keon Coleman never even visited, didn't, didn't want yeah, no part of Florida. That's, that's business, though. Like, of course, Keon Coleman, like, you got a couple mil. Oh, no, nah, man, just come. Oh, then I ain't pulling up. Like, it's business, too. And, well, and they don't Florida have that. Him, I'm just saying, it, that's what it is, though. Like, it's not like the coaching staff would just didn't want Keon Coleman, right? That comes with some other things. Uh, Keon Coleman's not, not leaving Michigan State as the top guy in the portal to come play just for funsies and a logo. You know, he's not a fan of anything. Like, money is way – he's got one year. Give me a mm -hmm. check, a chance to go win something big, and then we got we could talk. But Bro, he's um, good. That dude plays the ball. But if he we plays land, the ball in the air like crazy. Pause. He didn't. He didn't Saturday. Mm -hmm. Shout to Devin Moore. Had the boy hands up. Devin Moore. I think if yeah, we land the guys we did have on our radar last year, right? Like we just missed. We didn't yeah. bring in those guys that we went out there. They playing well at other programs. So I mm -hmm. think there is the availability to go get a good offensive line in the portal. You got to actually land them and not bring in the backups. Who you landed? Damian George wasn't our first option we missed and then we have to bring in a damian george who's an offensive guard that you really that's what he was at bama that's what they wanted him at because they didn't think he played tackle so you're taking somebody's backup guard to come put him at your tackle spot and expecting a miracle nah you about to get a shit show son yeah Man, he got him he got to have some pride bro we yeah in the weight room you can't let verse is good but verse <laughs> ain't did nobody like that all year bro you gotta mm -hmm. Oh my god. That, there's got it. There's probably no better feeling for a defensive lineman to pick up an offensive lineman and throw him into a quarterback for a that second. Man has a family. But bro, I just got a sack and I didn't even touch the quarterback. I just threw another human being into the quarterback for a sack. Your that's gotta, watching, that's gotta bro. feel good. <laughs> bro, Your auntie's watching. So her parents is watching. Oh no, her dad's watching. Her dad's watching. Like, oh, <laughs> this is a man for you, baby. Um, Harrison, <laughs> can, can, um, this on this point, can this guy protect you at the bar? <laughs> um, Harrison, on this point, Florida did not um, let Simmons go to F or o Ohio State. Florida very much wanted Simmons to come to Florida. Simmons scheduled his visit to Ohio State before he scheduled his visit to Florida. That is not something that Florida like moved too slowly on. That's just what he chose to do. Florida did not think that he would commit to Ohio state at that visit. So um, there's a lot of reasons to be critical about transfer portal stuff. Simmons is not unfortunately one of those. And another thing to keep in mind is a lot of this is business, but also these kids don't Hold love on. this. This is not true either. Florida did not tell him not to visit because they were afraid to hurt guys feelings. He scheduled a visit to Ohio state first Florida wanted him there. They were not scared, both on the record or off the record, about Simmons coming and man. running somebody away. I don't even I say like that with 100% definitiveness. Right, and I, I don't want to be arguing this stuff on the time. Like, people say this stuff like it's just definitely truth, and these people are just, like, that incompetent. It's None of that is true, and people are running with that narrative. And no no shot at you, Harrison, at all. No, 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 you know, no, no. It's just us discussing what the facts felt are. Like, felt, like Dan, felt like Dan was squaring up with our no, boy Harrison. No, I, I, I think just moved to Aspen. Um, that's Harrison why I cleared up. Like, my, Harrison, loyal, loyal, loyal 
listener shows up to every live life show. Wallet, life wallet hater like Stop, myself. Stop <laughs> I, 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 this is this is the thing though, right? Like, there's a lot of things that go into the transfer portal. There's a lot I of things that Florida could improve on. There is a lot of things that, from a execution perspective, Billy Napier's staff needs to work on it, the transfer portal the talent that they look at, how quickly they're able to get their ducks in a row are all things that they can improve on. There's a lot of things, Nick, you mentioned Keon Coleman. Uh, we were just talking about Simmons. There also has to be a lot of things that logistically work out for the other person on the other side of that portal as well. Sometimes you get lucky. Sometimes you get unlucky. Right. That's the way that things work. But every time something falls not in Florida's favor, is not a reason to be critical of the staff or to think that they're like too dumb not to realize that Simmons, who is a guy that like, I'll say it off air, but I, I can tell you when their interest in him started, like Florida absolutely wanted to get him. They logistically couldn't work it out. He goes to Ohio state early. Right. So like, I do want you to know that like, they're not as incompetent as like an on three arrivals message board might make it. It seem. <laughs> I mean, it's um, hard to defend it with the uh, special teams and the, and, and the other shenanigans. So I can see why people could. Yeah, no, I get it, right? I, I understand why you want to air that way. Yeah, I think off the field and the things behind the scenes, like the recruiting department, all that is run way more efficiently. Mm -hmm. And we, we get to see that type of stuff and know that. And that's why it's surprising to see it on the field. Like, I think their attention yeah. to detail and the recruiting and all that stuff is fire. But when they get to on the field, you're like, yo, what's up, Nick? Um, Also, like, not all of these elite players love the University of Florida like you guys do. And the logo the logo carries no weight to a 20-year-old. They were five the last That's time Florida so was relevant. And I hear people telling me, like, Billy Napier is making Florida a laughing stock. And I want to tell you, Florida hasn't been nationally relevant since the guys who are playing football were just out of diapers. So, like, no, mm -hmm. Billy Napier is not making – Florida irrelevant. The last three coaches have done that job. Um, and you're trying to become relevant. But like a guy like Keon Coleman, unless you have an astronomical sum to change his mind about coming, which Florida doesn't. Florida doesn't have bank like that right now. Um, they're not moving, uh, you know, eating caviar at lunch. That's not where Florida's NIL is. Florida's NIL isn't where they want it to be number-wise for this year. Um, you're having a couple people float it. Um, so like not everyone loves Keon Coleman didn't dream of playing for Florida. You're not going to get him, you know, for a hometown discount. Um, and that's going to happen every year in the transfer portal. So you, just because you love the university of Florida, that's not shared by everybody. Uh, and they're not coming to Florida just because like Tim Tebow was talking about like growing up watching, the Florida Florida state game and not wanting to go to church if Florida lost. Cause he didn't want to have to hear it. Like that's not, not everyone's reality. Well said Nicholas. Yeah. Nick, Nick, Nick is always, uh, Nick's ready to go today. Ready, always positive. Ready to, ready to pod today. Um, passionate, man, you was passionate right there, Nick. I thought yeah. you was going to cry for a second there. Let oh, me just, let me just talk about this real quick, man. Like, it's not that serious. Like people oh. laugh at things. If one of these guys cry on Twitter or anywhere else, I'm like, we're gonna come on this show and I'm like, Nick, what the hell was going on? Why were you crying on your other podcast? Whatever it may be, we're gonna joke. That's that's just what that's what we do around here. 
We got negative Nick jokes. We give each other hard times. That's what a lot of people just do in these manners. None of it's personal. Hundreds of people was laughing at that same tweet. It's nothing personal. I thought it was funny. Fan however you want to fan. But I didn't personally attack anybody. I didn't talk about anybody's family, anything like that. I laughed at something I thought was funny, which is normal. Like, people laugh at things, bro. And yeah. I, my, my content is based off humor and mm-hmm. having fun. No disrespect. We keep it all clean. But I'm going to laugh at somebody. We laughed at Michigan coach last week when he cried. Yeah, we did. It's like, come on. People laugh at Tebow for crying on the sideline of the game. He played they it. They did. They did. Like, this is normal. Like, I'm not abnormal, and clearly, because a lot of people are laughing at it, but like, stop trying to make everybody a victim, man. Dave laughing at it. Like, what mm-hmm. the hell? He's in the comments laughing at people that's laughing about it. So, relax. It's not personal. Yeah. I know we had our differences in the past, but it's not personal. I'm just laughing yes. at something that's funny, bro. Dave's my guy. Let me stay there for the Florida-Georgia game so I didn't have to venture too far into Day, uh, Dan's favorite county of Duval. Don't don't blame you. Don't blame you. Um, let's give a quick shout. We got about fifteen minutes left of the show today. Uh, quick uh, shout out to our friends over at Homefield Apparel. Go visit them. Homefieldapparel.com. Promo code Stadium in Gala. Check out fifteen percent off of your orders. Um, Christmas time, Hanukkah time, Kwanzaa, whatever holidays you might be buying gifts for. My birthday. Uh, in January, uh, go visit alumnihall.com, promo code Stadium and Gale at checkout. Um, 15% off. Room. Say what? You and that mic got to get a room. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, all right, let's uh, let's see. So, recruiting right now, Gators struggling a little bit to uh, retain a few uh, of the class right now. Florida is uh, what we're about three weeks away from National Signing Day. How do you guys think this class ends up? Hold on, <laughs> Sean. Uh, what if Lagway is a bust? Listen, dog. If Lagway is a bust, the next coach better get his good quarterback. Like that's that's just what it is. If Lagway is a bust, Lagway, I ain't worried about Billy's that. Billy's gone, bro. Stay, like, as long as Lagway stay injury free, like yeah, I think he, I think he's a franchise quarterback. One hundred percent. This yeah, is guy, you, you got you got you got to get some more protection and, and other things. Here's the, like the problem is job. like Lagway's a, a quarterback that can save Billy's job, but Billy has to save his own job this offseason, making the correct coaching moves and organizational moves, or else you're not going to have a chance to have DJ Lagway save your job. That's fact. DJ Lagway is not leaving the University of Florida. I can I can assure I as much as I can assure a high school kid he is not leaving. Uh, he has been locked in. He committed to Florida when they went six and seven. He stayed committed through five and seven. Lagway left Houston, Texas at what probably five, six in the morning after a high school state championship to come over leaves. here. Like, <laughs> what are you doing here? They put him on flip watch for just no reason. Like, they just people want, just they, like to talk. I, you know, I can so understand being negative. Like, don't. Don't troll yourself. Like you're you're five and seven. You're gonna get trolled by other fan bases. Yeah. Don't join them by by looking in the mirror and throwing trolls at yourself. Like DJ Lagway's solid. You are just adding fuel to the people who are trolling you's fire by yeah. feeding into their narrative. They just make up something like that and just run with it. <laughs> He's gonna flip. Like wh- why? Give me give me some substance to that. It was the same reason I was making up rumors about Mike Norvell going to Texas A and M. Um, a couple yeah. weeks ago, that was fine. That was a lot. And of fun. I just I said Rob sells up for the Duke job. You see how that works? 
Yeah, Jeez. I love it. I love it. So, all right. So, uh, last few minutes here. So, Gators right now. Um, Amir Jackson, tight end. Gators could use some some help in the tight end room. He says, "I'm home." He's excited. Um, Florida does get uh, some RPM favoritism uh, for uh, Gregory Smith out of R- Riverview here in uh, uh, the Tampa area, Sumner High School. Um, four-star Gregory Smith, uh, the number 28 safety in the country. Uh, he would join potentially uh, Philosame and Josiah Woods uh, as safeties. Uh, Amaris Williams, I know a lot of Gator fans are a little worried about him. Uh, I know yeah. Tennessee's very much in the picture with him. I know uh, Keith Niebuhr went up to North Carolina and hang out with him a couple weeks ago. Uh, but uh, But, yeah, what do you guys think? Um, about this recruiting class. Oh, and then the last one uh, is uh, Dalen Evans. He's a Texas A&M uh, commit. Uh, has visited Florida a long time. Uh, pardon me, a lot of times. Was at Florida this past weekend. Mike Elko just got announced as the head coach uh, at Texas A&M. Don't know if that convinces him to stay or not. Obviously a more defensive-focused uh, guy. But uh, your thoughts on the rest of this recruiting class, gentlemen? Yeah, I know everybody got their opinions on this is just me saying what are must needs. First of all, you need to keep Amaris Williams in the fold. Yeah, um, that's the one that I'm most, you know, anybody's gonna flip right now. The top top tier guys is probably him. Um, and I don't know where we stand in, in Evans, Dalen Evans, the defensive end that's committed to uh Texas AM right now. He was on campus, said he had a good weekend, mm-hmm. but defensive line recruiting, all that is very important. As we saw in the field, we've already lost a couple defensive linemen. So that's that's something I'm watching uh, with Amaris Williams. Um, the most important recruits right now that's left in the fold, obviously, is Jordan Seaton, who's a, a like a, just like Lagway at his position. He's a program changing type of guy. That's a very mm-hmm. important. Do we get him? No, but I'm not gonna say no. I don't know. That's what I'm gonna say. Do we get him? I don't know. There's but, still a no in there. Yeah, I don't know. Like we we just don't no. know. There's, there's a lot a lot of different people that are saying he may go other places, but you're talking about what they need. Like that's a must get in my in my opinion. Um, you do whatever you got to do to bring a kid like that in. But we, at the same time, just being rational, we're also talking about replacing his position coaches mm-hmm. at the same time with new OCs, new O-line coaches. So you got to keep all that in perspective of, yeah, Seton's very important, but we also is important for us to get some different offensive line coaches in here in the OC. And that may cost us Seton. Um, and we'll see what, how that weighs out in the portal. But offensive line recruiting, closing, closing on Seton is very important. Um I would like to see us close with uh with my man out there in why am I forgetting his name? Uh LJ McCray's teammate. What is his name? Oh, uh Zay Mincy. Zay Mincy. Uh elite defensive backs is just needed on my campus. I know he may want to play corner. That's some talk about either corner or safety with him, but he's an elite defensive back. We need all of that on campus. So that's an important get for us. I mean, between it depends on what we lose, man. Um, Aaron Childs and the linebackers, they got, those guys are going to play early. It's important to keep mm-hmm. them in the fold. They look like they're solid. Um, I think we, we need a top-notch receiver, but I don't know who's out there and who we get close with. There's, a, there's still some needs and wants. Uh, if we're mm-hmm. going to get flipped, we need to flip prospects from other schools as well. Uh, I've been impressed with the way these guys have been able to sell the product they had already. We'll see if they continue to sell the vision and close with, hopefully, I think you got to be within that range, man. Six and up. If you if you a little bit lower than that, of course you're improving the quality of what Dan Mullen had. But I don't know if you're closing the gap to Georgia. 
Yeah, obviously those are the, the big questions that we will face each and every week over the next couple of weeks before National Signing Day happens. Um, that is in three weeks. Um, obviously, there's some some players that the that you guys want as fans to join this class. There's coaches that are recruiting those guys that you want fired. Uh, there is probably going to be a couple of different staff staffing changes made. We don't know if and when and what those will be when they could happen. Uh, could they be let go? Could their contract expire uh, at the end of January? All things that were just in a wait and see mode. Um, follow Nick Delatore for breaking news or uh, football scoops every once in a while. Uh, they yeah. got the, uh, the the late breaking news. Um, Dan Mullen right now, odds on favor to be Syracuse coach. Maybe oh, that's Dan, the, uh, Dan is, is sassy on Twitter. Just the sassiest. That's the orange and blue he deserves. Freeze yeah, you know, Syracuse, his ass up there. How much was his buyout, Nick? $36 million. He tweeted, Dan tweeted that he uh, he loves the Cuse but will not be their next head coach. Uh, Dan oh. got a big fat check. He also gets paid uh, a million, uh, one million real American dollars, not life wallet stock, real American dollars every July 15th through 2027. So, uh, what, like nice. six months. Six, seven, eight months from now, Dan's got a fat check coming from the University of Florida. Yeah. Um, and Nature Gator, you said it. Um, sometimes I'm a little skeptical to read the things that you post in the chat here. But uh, Phil Trotwan, I know a lot of people want him. Uh, he's coaching at Penn State right now. He is from, I think he's from New Jersey uh, or Pennsylvania. Yeah. Um, I do Jersey. think that there's like obviously an interest in – Staying there, you know, would Florida go and make you a huge paid offensive line coach on a coach that like has two losing seasons under his belt? Do you leave that? I mean, James Franklin, like, is he going to get fired from Penn State soon? No, probably not. Right. So, like, all of these things, Penn, like, that's it unfortunate. There's some interesting at Penn State, though, like, and it's, it's, I'd be curious to see how we move in this, in this. But I think if you're Troutwin and you're at Penn State, they fired the play caller, and the next up was Juwan Sider. That's mm -hmm. OC. So if Juwan Sider gets that role and keep it, like Troutwin's, if he has those aspirations of being an OC, I think Juwan, if they're not the same age, they're both very young. So Juwan will be there for a while. So where if you want to be an OC, you might do start looking around. Um, yeah, maybe. If you had those oh, I'm not saying that it's not possible. I'm just saying that there's probably got to be a bigger reason other than him just coming back. Yeah, just adding some context to it. Yeah, just adding um, some. Black Pine Labs earlier said Dana Holgerson for offensive coordinator. That's just not, in my opinion, the right nah, fit. Um, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. You know, don't be surprised if you see a lot of names tied in. There's a, This is Jimmy Sexton season. Right, he's gonna make some huge money. This family money eaten. They don't need the Lucy promo coat. They can buy it retail. You know what I mean? Yeah. They'll I'm be a, just I'm fine. A, I'm gonna help Sexton out with Rob Sale. I don't know if that's his client, but I'm gonna help him out. <laughs> out I'm gonna get that boy name in the streets. Nature Gator, it is just a joke. I got buddy. every 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 job that come up. I'm gonna put his name in it, man. With a fake football scoop, a Miami Herald account. <laughs> oh, oh, Harold's back. I gotta bring him back. Bro. It's Harold season. I have to bring him out of retirement, baby. 
All right. So this is this is what we're we're gonna wrap up the show. Um, one final ad read uh, for our friends over at Alumni Hall. Go visit alumnihall.com. Uh, go check them out on Archer Road. Hopefully you did. Uh, they've been great uh, providers. Uh, for the Gainesville community, for the University of Florida, where for uh, for a long time now. So, uh, in my opinion, one of the best places that you can get uh, clothing, accessories, uh, grilling tools, tents, all that kind of fun stuff that you might need if you do find yourself up in Gainesville. And hopefully, uh, we can find ourselves up in Gainesville, maybe for a basketball game this year. Shout out to them, looking pretty good, uh, or a baseball game this year. Uh, but again, go support our friends over at Alumni Hall online or on Archer Road right in Gainesville, uh, Florida. So uh, we will continue to do the show as we've done for the last four and a half years, every Monday or Tuesday should, or every Monday it will be posted every Tuesday uh, on the podcast. Should things come up, we will be doing some more pop-up things. Uh, pop-up season, you, baby. Yeah, to get you the news as it fits in time, right? Um we are not going to like relive this past season for the next nine months, right? No, we, we could we could do a game by game, uh, nine no, weeks, no, no. nine but straight weeks. Game game. The content world, that's what's about to happen. Yeah. yeah, it's about to be tears, not no, no, watch tears. Party. it's watch gonna be complaints game. about like everything that went wrong all season, all, all season. That's what that's not what we're about to do all, all season mm. is talk about what happened all season. If we have points that we have to refer back to of changes we need made, cool. But we're gonna talk about the new, the new, whatever they're bringing in, new OCs, whatever changes. We're gonna criticize that as well. It's not gonna be all sunshine and purple skies. Like we're gonna, if you bring an offensive coordinator that we don't like, we're gonna talk about it. Are we gonna bash him every day? Nah. We're gonna no. criticize the hire, like the hire, whatever it may be, and then we're gonna watch it play out and cover it as it play out. That's just how we podcast around here, man. We don't like to mully grow up and cry about. Things that happen all season, man. If well, there's things like that's control, cool too. Right? Like consume all the content. It's all fire. Yeah. Not all uh, it's not all fire. Not all, but yeah. <laughs> um, so we are gonna somewhere politically politically correct around here, bro. You gotta I gotta yeah, pick yeah. something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They you get to get get me for that one. I said not all gator content is fire. Um, let's see. So we'll be doing more pop-ups. Uh, a lot more interviews, getting back into our bag of interviews. Um, we kind of went away from them a little bit this year just because we had a lot of great content to talk about. We appreciate you guys supporting each and every week. Uh, make sure you hit the like button. Hit the subscribe baseball. button. We We're going to do baseball. We got to do yep. some content with Lion at the, ba at the baseball game, baby. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Baseball team. Lie. If you thought Nick lied about the football team this year, wait till you get to baseball well, I was, season. First off. Props, I was on point about football this year in the preseason. Everyone called me negative. I was on point. Very good. Very good. Call this team. Um, Call this team like it was back in June. Congrats. Oh, oh, oh. Before, before we go, um, Jonathan Odom, uh, son of Jason Odom, friend of the program, both of them. Uh, Jason or Jonathan Odom did announce that he is going to transfer. Best of luck to him. Uh, yeah. Had a touchdown pass. Um Last season, a couple good plays. I know he's dealing with some injuries and everything else. Um, so shout out to uh, to him. Um, Adam Mahalik, uh, kicker, unfortunately lost his job at the beginning of the season. Fortunately for him, he has two years of eligibility. He's announcing that he's going to enter the portal. You'll see a lot more names over the next few weeks entering the portal. Um, so we will discuss that. They had to force me out of here. 
<laughs> yeah. The degree is too yeah. valuable. Like you yeah. guys will have to like call and get a restraining order on me to leave. Yeah, that's one of those things that I'm not going to throw any college and university under the bus because they did it a few years ago and somebody was an alumni of that school and got really upset. Um, but yeah, that would be tough for me to transfer from uh, the I'm number one public school in the country. And I'm be, I'll be all right. Can I pay mm-hmm. the state? Like, what are we talking about? <laughs> like, um, like, what's the you still need backup. Yeah, yeah. Um, 256 watching live. Uh, only 52 likes. That's oh my god, haters. embarrassing, guys. What the major gator? On? I like you. Um, Rick Flair said, Great show. Nick is my favorite. Somebody else earlier, you live in a negative world, man. How dare you? I've been positive, nothing but positive. We're on a positive campaign all year long. Next show. I mean, I'll Scott tell Frost you all about how I think Florida wins at least eight games next year. Scott Frost has is terrible. No, we hire Scott Frost, we're in trouble. No, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't want him as no OC, bro. You mean University Hypo, of Central was, Florida legend? Hypo. University of Central Florida legend, Scott. Scotty Frost. All right, we got to get out of here. <laughs> get in my bag. All right. Uh, so, do you have song of the week? Oh, shoot. Of course I'm not prepared. I'm just going about what I listen to lately. <laughs> Um, I put out something today over on Gators Online. Um, I listed, uh, I think it was like close to 20 guys when, when I included the NFL um, departures, 20 guys that I'm looking for in the transfer portal um, and guys I think that will leave. Listen, if you are the person who has been tr- helping rival fans troll yourself, um, you're probably going to say the sky is falling. Florida literally doesn't have room to sign their 19-person signing class right now. You need attrition uh, if you want to do all of this transfer portal shopping and you want to sign the class that you currently have signed. Um, So when you get 15, 16, 17 guys hit the transfer portal, uh, please don't freak out, point at the screen, tweet at me, tweet at Silk, and say this is proof that Billy Napier has lost the program and and that they don't care. Uh, that they're not listening to Billy, uh, that they've given up. You literally don't have enough scholarships to sign the recruiting class. You need a bunch of attrition, and it's going to happen. Mm. I never had a red and black background. What are you talking about? That was George Foster that had the red and black background. He came mm. uh, the Georgia guy. Shout out to Nature Gator, bro. You're all right with me, man. You're, you're consistent. Right Silk, what do you uh, what do you got for song of the week, bud? Uh, give me mm. – I'm going to go with the fine tunes of currency, man. Pass Rich. Mm. A little currency, Rick Ross. Let it marinate oh. in your soul, man. Some good gems in there. All right. All right. Well, we will uh, We'll get out of here. Uh, we will do more pop-ups. We will do more content. Hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button. Share it with somebody. There's a lot of people here watching. Um, and we'll see you guys same corner, same time, each and every week. With uh, a few more pop-ups. Yeah, Texas. Uh, and remember, if you have an issue, tweet it. Nick. Nick. No, it's a little, I love you. I send that. Send that it to. Uh, oh. Well, I love said, you. Is up and down, not. Somebody, somebody said, "Art, go get Arch Manny in the chat." So I thought you was like agreeing with him with some go home. <laughs> Listen, bro. Why would Cam Rising come to Florida? Cam Rising. <laughs> like, what are we talking here? about here? Arch Manning's not coming to Florida. There's a lot of Cam Rising talk, and I'm not 100 percent sure where that's coming from. Uh, yeah, he's not coming whole year. to Florida. Because of an injury, like okay, whatever. We gotta get out of here. All right, we'll talk about it next week. See you guys.
Buy my mind some more player shit Perhaps a Rolex, another Benz Why not, she deserve it I never done no wrong in her eyes I was always perfect Her crib right across the street from mine I'm in my driveway burning one down Thinking about the times I had her nervous But that was back then As past tense I'm wealthy and I'm healthy nigga I'm past rich Climbed out of bad sitch and never switched Stayed a hundred Preaching that you could do it too if I done it You could get that Rolls Royce too if you want it Every option on it Come out your corner and dismantle your opponent My nigga, this your moment Black bottle, bell that toast to all the real niggas real wild Successful till it's infinity Hustle like you attending me Really just want a pussy You could keep all the energy Diamonds look like they Tiffany Shorty, I'm your epiphany Double R's, I'm highly recognized by all my enemies Dirty money, so what I'm counting Call it syphilis My hustle rigorous Killers know that it's hit or miss Pussy pictures, emojis Go ahead and just send a kiss Heavy eyes, fat boy I still be on that chilling shit Nigga waves, I'm getting paid So come get a raise At the final, rocking my Jacob pencil Pick up J's, niggas gossip, I'm talking pockets, author pen and page Bestseller, Benny Blanco, I left him in the days You can get that Rolls Royce too if you want it Every option on it Come out your corner and dismantle your opponent My nigga, this your moment